Everyone has their own unique views and needs when it comes to financial success. If you'd like to leave your financial woes behind and live a life of financial freedom, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton. The show will help you with the ins and outs of money. We talk about financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars and keeping you up at night. We talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, 401ks, risk management, retirement, and everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. Now, here is your host of Saving with Steve, Steve Sexton. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Saving with Steve show, where we talk about the ins and outs of money, pretty much everything under the sun that relates to you having a happier, healthy relationship with money. My name is Steve Sexton. I want to thank you for joining us. Our listenership, viewership is up over 100,000 in the last six months. I just want to thank you for sharing it with your friends and family. Uh, we've expanded across the United States. We're moving in almost 65 countries now. So, we very much appreciate you sharing this with us and, you know, being a, a loyal viewer and so on. Uh, by the way, there are some special Christmas ideas and gifts with some special discounts. All you want to do is go to the resource page there on the savingwithsteve.us website. Again, that's the savingwithsteve.us website. You know what? After we finish talking to our very special guests, I'll be talking a little bit about what's going on in the economy, things you might want to pay attention to that could make a difference in your life. But this week, we're going to be focusing not only on the real estate market, but the mortgage market. Okay, uh, we have Jonathan Giroats, everybody calls him JJ. Um, he's the area manager for Synergy One Lending. He, you know what, we're, he, we've got him here to help us walk us through what's going on, what we can do, how to get prepared for a loan in this environment. Uh, so we have some really great stuff. And you know what, let's just start out with the old monkey in the room. We just saw the Fed, get, uh, Fed rate got in, uh, increased to 4.5%. And on top of that, their guidance says they're looking to pop it up to somewhere between 5.1 and 5.5 by the middle um, or to the third quarter of next year. So that makes it much, much more fun with the getting a mortgage, credit card. <laughs> so, Jonathan, welcome to the show. It'll be a fun topic today. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Feds. Just the, they're the Grinch uh, amongst the Christmas time, for sure. <laughs> You know, it was really interesting because right around this time last year, you and I were having a discussion and we're talking about two and a half percent interest rates. Yeah, it is. It is amazing, Steve. I mean, the 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 fact, you know, when we can look back and we don't have to look back that far, even to, you know, February, March, where rates were still in the threes and to, to have them double, um, if not more. Uh, by the end of the year is is really unfathomable. I don't think anybody would would have imagined that we'd be in the place we are today. Now, um, when it comes to mortgage loan volume, I obviously it's decelerated. So, you know, how far has it gone in the last six, seven, eight months? I mean, has it gone from how many applications are being put into somewhere last month or uh, obviously, it's yeah. significantly lower, but how much how much is it off? Yeah, I mean, you're talking year over year about seventy percent off. Okay, I could see and, that. 
a drastic number. I mean, refinancing a, a, a home loan today, um, that that business is om- almost all but gone. So it really is, you know, people buying homes, um, okay. which is happening. I mean, that the the one thing that it, it is happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, no, I've I've you know we've had realtors on and they're saying yeah, people are still buying homes. Uh, it's just, I, I can understand why people aren't refinancing because it doesn't make three make sense to refinance at seven or six when you have a three. So that, that's pretty tough to do unless somebody's got some circumstances where it occurs. So let's do a little recap on how the year has changed. And then let's talk a little bit what we're looking at at 2023, as you see it when it comes to the real estate and mortgage market. Sure. Yeah. I mean, as far as as far as the, the the mortgage market for the year and the changes, um, you know, I, I think the mortgage the mortgage industry has has pivoted quite nicely um, as as interest rates have increased. Um, and and what I mean by that is is not so much additional product, um, but helping consumers get to a better payment place um, while rates are high right now. Um, so uh, most of the lenders um, have rolled out something called 1021 or 321 buy downs. And, and really what that means is if let's say an interest rate is six and a half percent, I'll just use that as an example for today. Um, you ask the seller, to pay for this buy down and it is a temporary buy down um, but the money that the seller pays goes into an account and so let's say it's a three to one buy down and your interest rate six and a half percent on this 30-year mortgage your payment in year one would actually be based on three and a half percent Payment year two would be based on four and a half percent. Payment year three would be based on five and a half percent. And the rest of the loan would be based on six and a half percent. Now, the beauty of saying you can do this on a regular conforming loan, FHA loan, VA loan. So it covers a, a very wide span of what you can do it on. And Steve, really the beauty of this program is that again, the seller's paying for it, that money goes into an account, and and really every month that you make your payment, and let's say year one, your payment's based on three and a half percent, the difference between the three and a half percent and the six and a half percent payment comes from that account. So you're really paying at six and a half percent on the mortgage, but the seller opted to pay that for you. And when you go to refinance, I mean, I don't think there's anybody in this industry that does not believe that interest rates will come down in certain amount of time. Now, what we don't have the crystal ball is that six months, 12 months, 18 months, but it offers it offers a buyer today protection down the road a little bit. This money sits in this account. When you go to refinance that home loan, that money will go against the principal payoff of your current loan. So it's not lost. You don't lose the money. Um, and so it really is a, it, it's a great program. 
It's not an adjustable rate mortgage, so you know exactly what your payment's going to be kind of moving along in this time frame. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of great opportunities right now for buyers in the marketplace because it kind of is, it has shifted more towards a buyer's market. And you can ask the seller to pay these things and help with closing costs. So that's that's really been the biggest shift um, in the mortgage industry. And unless really somebody has been in the business for over 20 years, I mean, this was a very big strategy in the early 2000s um, when there was tons of home building going on. The builders were offering these buy downs left and right because they were competing against each other. So it's not new. It just hasn't been utilized for many, many years. So basically what they did is they pulled out a new uh, an old tool out of the tool bag and said, hey, I think it could help people to do this. And you know what? I, I just have some odd experience here. One of my clients passed away. Kids were looking to sell the house. And I mean, they've been just grinding. And somebody came up and said, hey, I'll buy it, providing you do this. And they were like, oh, yeah, let's get this thing out of here. They were very, very, very happy with that. Um, and I would think if somebody's having some um, financial trouble where they've lost their job and you know what, they need to sell the house and move, that would help that occur as opposed to having that a house sit on the market and going and having them go further and further in the rears or have their accounts go down further and further. So that is a wonderful option in a tough time. Yeah, it, it is a great strategy. From a seller's perspective, um, what, I, what I'm seeing is, I mean, we're seeing price reductions um, on the market um, for homes that have been sitting and, staying, you know, kind of 30 days on the market, not selling. And instead of doing a price reduction, um, it, it would be much, much better and more economical to, to get buyers involved in into the home by offering something like this buy-down strategy. And, and the reality is it's, it's truly about payment and affordability. And Steve, that's what we've kind of lost this year with the interest rate environment going up so much is just the affordability factor um, of a home. When you're talking about, you know, buying a, a seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollar home and your payment's going to be forty five hundred dollars, fifty five hundred dollars. It's it's a it's a big number to kind of swallow, and so people are a little bit more reluctant to jump into that home ownership, albeit all the benefits of home ownership. They they are a little bit reluctant because of the payment. So this buy down strategy is is very effective and is very helpful. I see that. What I'd like to do is just take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more saving with Steve and Jonathan DeRoe. So you really want to be here for this next segment because he's gonna talk about how to get prepared if you're going to be looking at a mortgage in the market, what to look at, all those kind of good things. So stick with us. We're going to be right back. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of The Saving with Steve Show. We're gonna be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're gonna talk about money, tax reductions, saving more, spending less, 
your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show. We're talking about the ins and outs of money. You know, again, I want to thank you for joining us. If you're looking to get to those replays, uh, guest gifts, our holiday gift list where the, all the discounts are, you just want to go to savingwithsteve.us. And I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Google Play, our Spotify channel, and just check out a few of our affiliates at UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, Talk Radio, New York 60, uh, AMFM 247. You know what? They're all here to uplift your spirit, empower you to solve problems, and help you live a life of financial and personal freedom. So with that, we got Jonathan Jarotz back. We're glad he's here. We're finding all about the mortgage market. So let's start talking about one thing. You know what? It was interesting. In the latter part of 2021, um, you know, I was talking with a few people and they had a variable rate mortgage that was about to recast. And you know what, you know what I mean by recasting, but for anybody's listening, what that really means is that at the end of their seven years, the rate's going to go to the actual market rate. And you know what, Uh, we had some discussions with them about getting that done because things might change and they just didn't. And now they're in a situation where it's recasting in a month, but it's recasting to almost 7%. What makes sense for people like that? Is it just one of those things where, hey, you're, you're, you did it. Should they look for another um, variable rate mortgage so they can get another five, six years, maybe at a lower rate until it recasts? What, what, what would be the best advice for somebody like that? Yeah, it's a it's a really great question, and and you're right, Steve. I think with with the the adjustable rate mortgages, those variable rates, people like to kind of bury their head in the sand and not really deal with it. Um, and then sometimes we find ourselves in a situation like this. That what what I would the the better thing to do is to to definitely look at a refinance because what happens is when that rate recast, it doesn't just recast the rate it now turns that 30-year mortgage into a 23-year amortization. Let's say it was a seven-year adjustable rate mortgage. Now that payment's based on 23 years because you got to pay it off in 30. And, and, and if it was a 10-year adjustable rate mortgage, it, it recasts into a 20-year amortization. So that's where that payment shock kind of gets into play. So even if they were to re, refinance into a normal conforming, 30-year fixed mortgage and today's rates that might be at six and a half or seven percent, their payment's probably going to be better off than, than that recasting situation. Now, I will say the last six months have been 
a big push on the adjustable rate mortgages, the variable rates like you're kind of talking about. So what do those kind of look like and are the rates that much better? And one of the things, and this is a bigger financial conversation, but if you look at the treasury market, we have what's called an inverted yield curve right now, where the short term of that, that the treasuries, like the two-year uh, bond is paying over 4%, and the 10-year treasury is paying around 3.5%, 3.6%. It's gone up a little bit in the last couple of days. Um, and so those short-term arms are actually not priced well at all um, because of that inverted yield curve. So you can look at a seven-year arm or a 10-year arm, but qualifying for those arms is another story. It's harder to qualify for a variable rate mortgage than it is a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. So um, that kind of leads into the conversation of you know preparation moving forward. So here, here, let's make sure everybody understands why is it harder to qualify for a variable rate mortgage? Is it because the they have to qualify you for a potentially increasing payment? That is exactly right. So, so let's say I'm going to throw out an example of not realistic potential rates, but let's say it's a seven, let's say it's a five year adjustable rate mortgage that you're looking at. And that interest rate might be five and a half percent. You don't qualify based on that five and a half percent. You qualify based on the index and what the margin is. So the factors that make up the adjustability down the road. And many lenders will add two percent onto that. And they will look at the amortization after the, the, the time frame where that, that locked-in rate is. So if it's a five-year arm, we're going to qualify you on maybe eight and a half or nine and a half percent based on a 25-year mortgage, because that will be how much time is left after that adjustment happens. And intra- the, what, we, what, what lenders will look at is debt-to-income ratio there are caps on those debt to income ratios on adjustable rate mortgages because banks do find them riskier. And so your debt to income ratio needs to be lower than a standard 30 year fixed loan. Okay. So that's really interesting. So now I'm going to throw a little wrench into the pie here. Many people during COVID, they got forbearance and maybe they started it right at the beginning. Maybe they started it six months ago. Okay. If they're coming out of forbearance in this type of marketplace, what's some good advice for somebody like that besides, hey, you just need to make your payment? Um, what, 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 what's, what's some good advice? Yeah, that's a, it's a great question. And we've seen it obviously over, over the last couple of years with, with COVID. So number one, depending on the scenario, every, every servicer of the mortgage treats that forbearance differently. So some have just taken that big chunk of money that you didn't pay and just backloaded it onto the mortgage um, where you don't have to kind of worry about it today, but you got to worry about it in, at some point in time. Others have had it, you've had to do a catch up and some people just can't catch up and, and you can run into some issues that way. My 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 biggest recommendation, <clears throat> number one, if let's say that loan happens to be a variable rate mortgage, or let's say you you need to really do something with the payment, 
um, and maybe they're charging you um, for some of that forbearance, you can refinance that loan. I, I don't want you to think that you can't refinance it. The, the very basic rules of thumb are you make your, your three payments in a row, and then truly you're eligible for a refinance. If that is not something that is appealing or beneficial to you, because maybe where interest rates are today, your rate is far better and your payment's better, you just got to get in a better financial position, I would highly urge that they just reach out to who they make their payments to, the servicer of their mortgage. And there are still ways to get something called a loan modification completed. So, hey, you're raising your hand. I'm struggling with my my loan. I, I've been in forbearance, but I want to keep the loan. How can we work on a loan modification and, and make this payment work for both sides? That's great advice. That's that, you know a lot of people are going to need to take us take the, take um, the companies up on that. So if somebody's looking to um, finance a loan for a new purchase right now, what's the best? I mean, you know, it's different when everything's rocking and rolling and all that stuff and rates are low. What's the big thing that people need to be aware of right now? What are the steps they need to take to be prepared? Or come in and sit with somebody like you, JJ, to uh, be as prepared as possible so they have the best opportunity to get a loan, especially at these higher rates. Yeah, I mean, I, what, what's happened, what, I've, what we've seen in the, in the industry in the last few months is really people that were pre-qualified or pre-approved six months ago at lower interest rates. And now they're like excited to buy a house and they find one and they're not qualified anymore because of the interest rates. So as we get through the end of the year, we're going to know what our income is for 2021. If you're self-employed, it gives you an opportunity to look at how you're going to file those taxes for 2021 to qualify in 2022 after those taxes are filed. And so sitting down with a mortgage professional to say, hey, here's my income, here's my expenses, what do I need to um, sort of have to, to get pre-approved for that $900,000 home that I want to buy with 20% down. So it's a really good opportunity to, to sit down with your mortgage professional that you're working with, lay out your financials. In today's day and age in the industry, we've kind of moved to using soft credit pools instead of your traditional real hard credit inquiries. So you don't have to worry about getting a real credit pool done to just kind of go through a pre-approval process. You can get a soft credit pool. It doesn't affect your score. You can see what's going on. And somebody can really walk you through to say, okay, your goal is to buy this much house and you have this much money to put into it. Let's back into these numbers based on interest rates today. Maybe they'll go down a little bit in the new year, but here they are today. We don't really see them going up too much further from where they are today. And, and you can really put together a game plan. And I'm telling you, especially for the self-employed, now is the time to work on this and get your taxes set so you can file them. That's wonderful. That's great, JJ. Hey, look, you know what? We're coming to the to the end of our time. Um, you know, when people are reaching out, uh, you know, whether what regardless of what situation they're in, if they're looking to refinance, whether it be a variable rate uh, or something that's came in off forbearance. Uh, or just buying a new place. 
How can they get a hold of you? How can they get some good information from you, JJ? You know, just go to askjjnow.com, askjjnow.com. All my contact information is there. Okay, you heard it, everybody. Askjjnow.com. You want to go check that out? You know what? JJ, I hope you have a you know wonderful holiday season there. Merry Christmas with you and the kids. And I hopefully you have a wonderful 2023. Thanks for being with us today. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. We'll be right back with some more Shaving with Steve. So stick with us. We're going to be right back. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're going to talk about money, tax reductions, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into the Saving with Steve show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on the Saving with Steve show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. You know what? Today's big topic it's a big one. And that big topic here we have today is this, you know, what's really going on in our economy? Now, we saw earlier last week uh, on the 14th of December, the Fed says, hey, inflation is nowhere near what we thought it was going to be. And here's the interesting piece. December 2021, the Fed said by this time, we're going to have an inflation rate of anywhere from 1.8, 1.9 to 3. We didn't. We didn't. You know what? Inflation year over year is at 7.1. Previous year is 8.7. So think about that. That means if you had $100,000 of sitting in a savings account earning nothing, it, you can only buy basically $92,000 worth of stuff. And this year, that $92,000 worth of stuff, if you still had it sitting in a savings account, you know what? would barely be able to burst 80 some odd thousand dollars worth of, uh, of, of, of good. So um, we've got some inflation around here. They said, hey, we're going to have to get a little bit more aggressive here. We're increased our interest rates to 4.5. We're going to probably push it up to 5.1 to 5.5 next year. Now, what this does is it creates a constriction of credit. Okay. Costs of things are getting more. Inflation is still up. In fact, the inflation report basically said, hey, used cars and truck sales are down. So is oil and gas, but everything else is up. All right. So we're not containing that. Hopefully the Fed gets it right. They bring some pressure off people because a lot of people are going to be looking at, hey, can I travel? Um, I'm not buying as much. We're seeing that in retail already. So it, it it that's occurring there. You know, what's really interesting about this is 
we have a money manager by the name of James Jerica who provided me this report. And it was the put call report, okay, put call premiums. And basically what it showed is that for every $4.2 that, that these traders were buying puts on, which is betting that the market is going down, for every $1 that people are betting on markets going up. So it's like four to one. That hasn't existed in over 22 years. Even through all the panics that we've been through, the market corrections, the puts, meaning the trend of traders purchasing puts, saying the market's going to crash, is larger than it's ever been in history. So that means we've got a little bit of a roller coaster and we're going to see some more volatility. What that means to you is what are you going to do to protect that S nest egg that you worked all of your life for, especially if you're in retirement or about to retire? You know what? Those things can be devastating if we're seeing another 20, 25% go down. So, you know what? Think about this. Have the discussions with your financial professionals to make sure you're on the right track and you know what's going to happen to, you, to your environment. So with that, one last thing, make sure we've got a few days left to do our required minimum distributions. Make sure you get that done because you don't want to get hit with the largest penalty for not taking it on time, which is a 50% penalty from the IRS. So with that, I want to thank you all for joining us here on Saving with Steve. I hope you have a wonderful rest of 2022 and an outstanding 2023. You know what? Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next week this time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton. To learn more about the show and how to become a guest or sponsor, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Join us again next time as we continue to talk about everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happier relationship with money. This has been the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton.